Hello and welcome to the Quantum Shift Podcast. My name is Melissa Kwan and I'm a quantum manifestation, alignment, and embodiment coach. I'm obsessed with helping you remember who you are so that you can take back your power and create a truly soul-led life and business. If you're looking to massively up-level your business, your life, and your relationships, you are in the right place. My intention for this podcast is to channel messages of divine truth, love, and healing for every single person that's ready to hear it right now so that you can receive your next breakthrough and activate your next level of freedom, abundance, income, and impact in the world. Let this podcast be your weekly up-level, providing you with the tools, insights, and strategies to manifest your full self-expression and potential with way more ease, joy, and flow. Thank you so much for tuning in, and now let's begin. Hi, Shelby, and welcome. Um, I would love if you could introduce yourself and share a little bit about your story for our audience today. Well, hello, everyone. I am Shelby Rose. I'm the founder of the Raise Your Vibration podcast, and I also have a energetic and business mentorship business. So what I do now is I really help women step into releasing patterns, programs, energies that are holding them back from stepping into what it is they want to do in this world in this lifetime. But I started out as a registered dietitian. And to me, it's like, I don't know, I just feel like so many people in the spiritual world and the spiritual community have started out on a wellness journey. And I myself was really sick for a really long time. Um, I had chronic fatigue, brain fog, gut health issues, cystic acne. And what really brought me to the energetics and to healing and quantum and, you know, the healing and spiritual realms is that I did everything. I cleaned up my diet. I was moving my body perfectly. I was eating like the purest and cleanest ingredients. You know, I was going to all the different holistic doctors, chiropractors, functional medicine doctors. And while most of my symptoms had resolved, I would say it was still like 20% of that lingering fatigue, acne, gut health stuff. And I was like, okay, what is, what is missing here? And when I got my first Reiki healing, which was what kind of opened me to the spiritual realms, I instantly had this shift. It was like, actually I got attuned to Reiki, I think. I didn't really do Reiki anymore, but it was like that attunement, the three months following that, all my symptoms resolved. Wow. And I was like, I felt calmer. I felt more present. I felt more in my body. I was able to hear my intuition better. It was like, there's something to this connection between the spiritual and the wellness. And it's, it's something that's still really like important to me now and today, because it's so eye opening. Um, I think I shared this on, we had quantum business mastery. I lost like 25 pounds after leaving a toxic relationship. It was like, I had put on this barrier between me and the world, between me and this partner. And I was doing the exact same eating, the exact same movement. And then all of a sudden I leave the relationship and the 25 pounds I had gained just melted off my body. And I was like, whoa, this energetic piece is so powerful and no one is talking about it. And no one, well, there's a lot of people in our world that are talking about it, but from where I came from, traditional hospitals, traditional medicine, it's not something that's really well known. So it's a big part of what I do and what I'm here to do as well. Well, and it only makes sense, right? When you have, when we have four bodies, we have our spiritual body, mental mm-hmm. body, emotional body, and our physical body. And if we're just focused on one 
of the whole, then of course yeah. we're not going to get a hundred percent results working with a quarter of <laughs> who we are. Right. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's awesome. So, um, you were saying that you have a story we were, today. We wanted to share with you guys a little bit about what it really means to let go and surrender. Um, because I think that's a really big piece that a lot of people struggle with when it comes to manifesting and, um, uh, like, getting new results for yourself and changing reality. It's like, well, I really, really want this to happen. And so there's this kind of control or this clinging that causes resistance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's a part of the journey of manifesting and creation is understanding how it works. Mm -hmm. And it's our natural tendency to want to control things or to force things or to make something happen. How often do we hear that in like the personal development world, right? It's like, make it happen. And I did that, I think, for the first like couple of years of my business. And then I hit burnout because I was constantly forcing, pushing, like trying to embody new energies, like bringing new things in, doing new things, creating new things. And I had this moment in January where I was like, I'm just forcing this still to this day. And it's not working like this. The level of effort and output is not working. And I knew, I, I, I knew I had let go and surrendered some, and there were these beautiful manifestations that had occurred when I had released and surrendered at one point in time, but spirit was literally calling me and saying, like, you need to just stop promoting, stop <laughs> launching, stop doing everything, like shut it all down and go in. And I was like, I've, I mean, I've never really done that. Yeah. I've, <laughs> I've never really just stopped all of it. Right. And there was about probably a month and a half, two months where I was like, what is the next thing? Like, where, 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 where am I going? What are you guiding me to do? Where am I being led? And it was just like this kind of this fog to me, but it was in that like spirit just kept saying like, you need to surrender. You need to surrender. You need to like step back and we're not doing it. You're not opening your one-on-one spots. Like you normally have open. That was like my highest earning ticket. Those were just always full. Like I never had to promote them. They just filled. It was like, nope, you're closing these. Scary, scary things, yeah. right? Like it was like closing everything. And I was like, okay, trusting, trusting, trusting. And I think there's several things that happened in this, this two month pause. Number one, I understood that how much I was forcing and not realizing it. Cause here's the thing. Most of us are, have some level of control or push, or maybe we're hustling a little more than we think we are. or We're trying to make something happen when maybe it's not in full alignment right now. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of us, <laughs> for me, looking into the, like how things are marketed in the spiritual community is that we're, we're, you know, we're powerful manifestors on all these things. But I think what we don't understand is oftentimes we have to listen to what the call is in order to co-create and we're skipping steps along the way, right? Mm -hmm. We're skipping the, the clarity, the, what do you actually want? Yeah. Do you actually want the thing that you're co-creating? Because if you don't on some level, so, so many of us are chasing things that we don't actually want. Mm-hmm. or thinking we want something because it was brought to us by a mentor or a teacher or someone else outside of self, outside of our connection to spirit. And so I peel back all these layers of all the things that I've been creating that I really didn't actually want. 
And in that pause, I, I got more clarity on how I was still not showing up fully because of fear of, oh my gosh, what are people going to think of me? Are they going to think I'm crazy when I start to talk about these things I've experienced, I've seen, I've heard. So the, the pause to me is powerful because now <laughs> I'm not really even marketing things and people are just coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in. There's this like influx because I've taken a pause to purify my energy and get rid of where I was really acting out of ego, where I was really acting out of, and I'm all about desires. I'm all about manifestation. And I think sometimes in the spiritual community, we can put ourselves on this like spiritual ego path where we're thinking that we know more than we actually know. We're thinking that we're more powerful than something greater than us, right? Or less powerful, right? The ego can go both ways. Mm-hmm. And so it helped me peel back the layers of the ego. And now it's like the co-creation is just happening without me really even having to do anything. But it took me literally saying like, okay, if this, if this business isn't meant for me, I'm, I'm willing to do whatever it is that's in highest alignment for myself and others. Yeah. And so you just let it all go. Let go of the I, I literally, I let go of it. I was like, okay, if this is meant to crumble and fall and not actually happen, I'm willing to like, it's like, it's not even the, I think it's the intention behind it, right? It's like the, I'm literally open to whatever my divine path is, whatever is the highest path and, and what's going to be most fulfilling for me. Cause here's the thing. What's most fulfilling for the all is also most fulfilling for us. Like, I think that's the thing we get caught up. We think that the, you know, whatever it is that we've created in our minds to be what we really want, we think that's going to fulfill us but it's when we're in alignment with our soul and we can't do that when we're so caught up in all the stories and all the like, Oh, I want this. I want this. I want this. I want this. It's like, what does your soul actually want? Mm -hmm. And there's still things I was desiring that are their soul desires, right. That are like, Ooh, I want, I do want to manifest that. I do. There was clarity that came through on that of like, I still do really want that mountain house. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. That's clarity. Right. But sometimes when we're so caught up in the, building, building, building. We don't have time to actually reflect on what it is our, our desires are. Yes. So the key to surrender is in the pause. It's about mm-hmm. being able to sit with what's actually coming up for you and giving yourself the space to get clear on what it is that you truly want. Yeah. And then listening to that and letting go of everything else. So in that couple of weeks where you let go of the one-to-one, your biggest income stream and just like stopped everything. And obviously the money then isn't coming in at the same rate too, then what do you, what did you do in that moment? Like what were you feeling and how did you manage that? Well, it was really interesting because I was also bumping up. I think part of why I was feeling called to pause was it was also bumping up on a new level of consciousness. Like I was starting to feel every emotion that my clients were feeling all at once. And so I'd be sitting at home (laughs) and I'd be feeling intense grief for no reason. I'd be like, Oh my gosh. And then I'd have a client message me, you know, the next day and say, Oh, I was just really in it yesterday. I'm feeling this intense grief. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm feeling everything of everyone's. And so I need to go inward and just like pull back my energy. So, you know, during that time, it was, it was kind of initiating an initiation period for me because it was this new, like unity consciousness when you're actually truly feeling everything. And not like, I think we all go through that where we start to 
our insensitivity and our psychic abilities start to increase, but I never experienced anything like it. It was intense. So (laughs) the money part wasn't even like at the forefront of my mind because I was so busy processing and trying to understand everything that I was feeling. And there's other streams of income. I've diversified my income. Like, so I have like my business, I have little other streams that have like, I have a network marketing business that's been residual income for years. Like there's things that have like built in over time so that it's like when something drops, I don't have to be go into total fear. Mm-hmm. But there was that like, okay, well, if I don't do this, then what's next? Like what, what, what does my life look like without this? This has been my business and my life for four or five years. Like, what, what does that look like? So I think it was a lot, it was not so much more, it was more like questioning your identity. Mm-hmm. like who am I without this and I've gone through that before of like releasing being a registered dietitian like at a hospital is like okay who am I without this I've done this for since I was 13 I said I was going to be a dietitian like what does that look like now what's my next thing right so I think for me it was more of that questioning who I am without something uh-huh. and so you just had to sit with that yeah, a lot of sitting and emotions and processing and just being. Yeah. And do you have any tools or um, anything you can share with our audience for how to actually sit with and be able to let go and let go of the emotions and the, and the questioning and all of the things that come up as you're surrendering what you've known for so long? Yeah. So <laughs> there's a couple of things. I think that the more you one, I've always struggled. Let's start with this. I have always struggled with processing my emotions. Like I put up a stone wall. I, as a kid, that was my defense mechanism, right? Be the tough girl. Mm -hmm. No one's ever going to see me weak. No one's ever going to see me cry. And so for me, it's really difficult to access those emotions at times. And I'm a highly emotional person. So it doesn't make a lot of sense. It's like safety one, knowing that I'm showing my emotions with people I feel really safe with. If you do need someone to process with you, because I know sometimes processing alone doesn't work. Mm-hmm. A really good therapist. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm and a therapist who can hold space for the emotions, right? Like it's not just like talk therapy. I need someone who can just like get me to the emotions so I can process it and release it. And that's very much so what my support team does for me. Um, and then, you know, I was sitting in this the past few weeks and I was like, I just need another resource or tool that's going to help me access that next level. Cause I can feel that there's like emotions that need to come up, but I can't quite get, quite get to them. So if there's any of the listeners who are feeling that, um, one of my clients sent me happy days by Gabby Bernstein. And I was like, I haven't really resonated with Gabby the past couple of years. Like something about it has just fell off. But I picked it up and I started listening to it. And every single chapter, I, there's like a new level of emotion. So that might not be the resource for your listeners. Mm-hmm. But if you're desiring to go to that next level in yourself, and the really cool thing about going to the next level in yourself, the more depth you feel within yourself, the more you release those emotions, the more space you will have to co-create, right? It's like when we're co-creating, I think about the first time I started to manifest and I had, you know, my seven my first $8,000 a month. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fun. This is amazing. I'm like stacking cash. This is so cool. And it was really fun. But I was bypassing the hard emotion. I was sitting on the top. It was like, I was embodying new frequencies of what abundance felt like, of what you know joy felt like. I was bringing those energies into my being, but I didn't understand how to release the old stuff 
Mm-hmm. So at some point in time that those old energies started to rear their head again, the fear, the unsafety. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think this, this period right now is, is a time of releasing and really getting a solid foundation that I can build from. Not just these high, low, high, low, high, low, which is part of being an emotional authority, but also where I can start to release some of these old energies that have just been in my field for so long that they're ready to be released. So if you find yourself struggling to actually fully release and you find yourself maybe like just putting new energies in and embodying new energies, embodying new energies without actually releasing the old. So it's kind of like a, to me, it's like that shiny outside, but the core is still got all this heaviness inside of it. Ask for a tool and and you can't not receive it. Mm -hmm. Like if you're exactly, if you're truly open to it, it's like, you know, so many people have different tools that work really well for them. Gabby's book, Happy Days, was exactly what I needed in that moment. It might not be what someone else needs, but it will, the universe will bring you the tool you need if you ask. Do you know what's really interesting is I'm kind of working on the same things right now and like releasing old emotions and creating lots of space and sitting in the pause. And um, exactly how you were saying, like, I am a, I'm a, an emotional person, but I have trouble expressing my emotions. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to you and just totally resonating with everything you're saying. And then you bring up Gabby and you're like, yeah, I haven't really resonated with her. And I was like, yeah, me neither. Like everything you're saying, like, oh, me, too, <laughs> me too. And then I was like, oh, wait, am I supposed to read this book? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it feels like, you know, the universe has your back was the first book that opened me up to spirituality. It feels like, like I cried reading that book. I felt so deeply reading that book. This book feels the same way to me. It feels like it's like an energy healing in a book. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's powerful. And it's also not for the faint of heart. Like there is work and like shit to dig up in there. So have a good team support team, whether that's family, friends, therapists, coaches, light workers, whatever it is that you resonate with mm-hmm. yeah, to pair it with. Totally. And it's just, even if you are, like can access emotions like that on your own, I just prefer to have support. Like it feels nice to talk to someone and like to have a hug or whatever. It yeah. Is. Well, and it's like, I think for so long, we thought we had to do it on our own and there's so many like scientific brain Shelby is like, there's so much research coming out right now that we're never meant to regulate our nervous systems by ourselves. We're meant to Mm co-regulate. And so the fact that we're all sitting here trying to process these really hard emotions by ourselves is actually doing our nervous systems. I mean, to me, I'm like, oh, it just makes sense. Like having that second person, I just feel more safe and held. If it's someone I actually feel like I can be vulnerable with without judgment. Do you know what is so interesting too is the way that at least my family was raised is you're having a big temper tantrum, go to your room. Yes. And it's like when you're ready to be good and whatever yep. you can come out. And so we're kind of taught, and I know this for a lot of my friends too, is when we have these big emotions that we don't know how to handle, we were taught to just go be by ourselves and process yeah. and make ourselves feel better, which we don't have the tools to do at two, 
three to four years old. Yeah. And then we think that's normal is to have to sit and process these big emotions alone. And yeah. as I have my daughter, it's really interesting because she has big emotions. <laughs> like can just lose it over the wrong color hair elastic and ah, just falls to the floor. Like I want to be like, oh my God. And sometimes I will notice myself unconsciously parenting like I was parented like my grandparents mm-hmm. like okay just go to your room like I cannot handle your yelling anymore but then almost instantly I'll remember wait she's little and she can't process this by herself so I always go in there with her and say would you like me to sit in the room with you and usually she'll yell at me and go no and so I'll always make sure I'm at least on the other side of the door and that she knows I'm there when she's ready to mm-hmm. have a hug or when she's ready to talk about it and if I, cause I have in the past and I feel bad about it, but I have in the past let her cry when I wasn't actually quite aware of what I was doing. And I thought that was just what you do. And then totally. that's how we were raised. <laughs> and then she would just scream and be so upset for so long. And as soon as I started switching the way I was doing it and actually asking her what she needs and listening to that and honoring that, if she wants me to go away, then I will go away and like, but let her know I'm right here and let me know when you're ready literally takes her minutes to process when she knows that she's held and supported like doesn't take long at all it's it's crazy now because of course that's what I do all the time now that I'm aware of this is I never let her process alone and it's it's such a crazy um difference for how how fast she can actually process it when she feels supported that's incredible Mm -hmm. and I'm just so excited for like the next generation of yeah. kids who get this because I'm like, oh my gosh. And I don't even think, I don't remember my parents telling me to go to my room, but I remember feeling like they couldn't, like I would trigger their nervous system. And mm-hmm. because I was so empathetic, I didn't want to overwhelm them with my emotion. Yeah. And I had big emotions. So I remember waiting until everyone fell asleep in the house and then I would cry. I was like, young too it's it, so it's just interesting this like the subconscious or the like subliminal subliminal mes- messages we picked up without even realizing this is why we're doing what we're doing and now it's very hard for me to access them so I'm like fascinating how we're <laughs> yeah. programmed so young <laughs> I know and then when I'm feeling these big emotions now I need to remind myself like oh no I don't have to do this alone just like Toba doesn't have to do it alone or like, you know, kids don't have to process alone. Why should adults have to process alone? So it's Mm -hmm. like, I I get to call a friend. I get to have these amazing supportive people in my life like you. And we have so much community in the spiritual world where we can like love and support each other and family and friends. And like, you can call someone. You don't have to just be sad by yourself. Yep, absolutely. And like, if you have the right people in your world, then this is the last little nugget, if I can leave your listeners with is like, have the right people in your world. Cause if you don't feel safe mm-hmm. to actually feel and express and be vulnerable, it's going to make the world of difference as you move forward on your healing path. I have the most incredible human beings surrounding me, the most loving, the most like supportive. I can cry and like be all of me in front of them. And they will just see me and hold me. And there's no judgment. So even if not everyone in your life is like that, find the right people that you can go there with. And again, ask and you shall receive. I did not have these people in my life three years ago, four years ago. They all came in when I started to like want this. I wanted it. I desired it. It was like, I want deeper connections with the humans in my life. hundred percent. I had let go of like almost everyone from my life 
um, because I was the girl who was friends with everybody and knew yeah. everybody the whole town and was Same. like, old, like people that partied, people that were Christians, like literally friends with everyone. And then I was like, you know what? I'm, uh, like, who are my real friends here? And I literally had two friends left and then started growing my online community and started attracting these really cool online friends. But then I realized uh, a couple of years in, I'm like, wow, I don't have any real life friends that I can just call and hang out with because they all live yeah. around the world in different cities. So then I intended, I'm going to create some real like amazing friendships that are actually here that I can meet in person. And just in the last couple months, even I've been like finding these incredible people that live in my small town that are doing big things and they're inspiring and they're supportive. And it's really cool because it's like, as soon as you ask, it just happens. Yep. And without the attachment, that's the surrender piece of not needing it to happen right now. You don't need it. That's to me, that's the lesson that I've really learned over the past like two and a half months is like, I don't need my business. I do desire it. Yeah. It's a different energy. I, I had to take a step back to see, do I actually desire this? Yes. Okay. Amazing. And now it's flowing so much more smoothly and with a, less effort and with more ease. Mm -hmm. So you don't need those friendships. You might, I mean, we all need humans and connection, but it's a different energy when it's like, I trust that they're coming. Yeah. And that's like with every, that's like the basis of manifesting. This is, this yeah. is actually the perfect way to sum this up today because the, this, this is the letting go. It's the being able to desire with, without actually needing it to happen. Just be like, yeah, kind of like this. Oh, that would be cool if this happened. It would be yes. just amazing if I would love for this to happen, but I don't need it to happen, but it would be really cool if this happened. That's kind of the yeah. vibe that you need to surrender. It's like, yep. I want this and it would be so cool. So cool. I also <laughs> love where I'm at right now and I'm yes. totally okay as I am, but I'm inviting in this and this and this. Mm -hmm. That is the energy of surrender. It's a different vibe. It's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. So that was amazing. Thank you so much for all of the sharing and the stories and the tips. And I would love if you could just share how our listeners could find you. Yeah, absolutely. So I am over on Instagram at xo.shelbyrose. And then I also probably hang out a little more on the podcast as far as like sharing stories and more of my journey and all that kind of stuff. So that's the Raise Your Vibration podcast. And that is how you can find me. Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you all for listening. We hope you have an incredible day and we will see you soon. Bye for now.